Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. 
Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here... It makes you wanna
This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Just call in at 657-383-0309, and you will have the opportunity to have your voice heard more than just a couple of blocks. Um, see, I think we're going to go with your subject. You put in a subject today and ask whether or not um, – Mr. Clinton was too old uh, to run again. And uh, the truth is, is that I truly like Hillary Clinton, and I think she would have been an outstanding president. I think that there were just so many people prepared to sabotage her, her campaign and that she just had too many people, for whatever reason, had um, decided that they didn't want her to win. And now we find ourselves in this position where we have um, our country being probably the laughing stock of the world. Um, I really wish we could have her leadership right now. I wish we could be benefit from all the years of experience that she had kind of cabinet she could have put together. Uh, But I do believe, for whatever reason, white America and white women have something seriously against her. Uh, And uh, I don't think she can overcome it. What what, what were your thoughts when you asked that question? Well, uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, James, uh, let me ask you first if you can hear me okay. James, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, a month ago, I I thought that she was too old to run again, but um, that's not my primary uh, concern about her running again. Um, she, like all of us, is human, and they were success, successful for whatever reason and tearing her down. Um, they uh, It's probably jealousy of the Clinton um, legacy was one of the primary issues for them to be so hell-bent on tearing down the Clinton name. Uh, but they were successful in tearing her down. My, my reason for the... Uh, the text today was uh, she had started bond in a way where she know that she would be a viable candidate uh, uh, in the near future, but in her tone and in her message, uh, she sounds vindictive. And she sounds uh, uh, looking for the opportunity for, for revenge. Uh, uh, after hearing that her party, the Democratic Party, uh, are not very uh, uh, enchanted by her presence, 
they feel that uh, uh, they like to put the Trump era and and the fiasco behind them and try to find ways, some other ways to uh, attract uh, the voters for the Democratic process or the Democratic Party. Uh, they feel that she, uh, that her emotional response is in the way. So that was that was the reason for my messaging. Um, again, um, I feel that she is a um, a person that we all can look up to, uh, but she had been done wrong, wrongly, and the uh, the intricacies of the campaign and all it it, it affected me. It did. Uh, uh, the whole saga, the whole saga affected me. It, it affected my vote uh, to the point that uh, I was disenchanted with her uh, campaign, and I started to believe into the uh, rhetoric that she may have uh, some some issues with um, when the FBI came out with his findings the second time. That that affected my vote. Uh, and so much so that I, I, I chose not to vote. Uh, I thought that Donald Trump was a was the worst candidate, and by far she was the better candidate, but I felt that there might have been some underlying issues that I did not know about. In all of that, uh, we come to find out that in today's time, uh, everyone's personal character is, uh, is fair game to be tarnished, and she was tarnished. And, but if, if she's able to bounce back, um, hopefully she can change her message. Because I do believe that she has a lot to offer the world. I think that she, like Teresa May and like Margaret Thatcher, would be uh, the, the, the breath of fresh air that we all are looking for. But under the circumstances, uh, she seems to be uh, very vocal about her displeasure and how things were done. And that was a, that was the reason behind my tip. Thank you, James. Well, I have to be honest with you. I felt as though she was on point with what she said. A lot of times people suggest that uh, you can't, you shouldn't go back um, in the past. You know, we need to move forward. Uh, But the truth is what it is. Uh, White America had grown tired of sharing the platform and uh, the stage with people of color. They didn't want to have anything to do with Hillary Clinton, and they brought this crazy man to the White House. I think they were trying to show us, uh, ultimately, that they had the power to do what they wanted to, and they could do it in spite of us. And people of color stayed home, maybe just like you, because they bought into the evil that existed uh, that was was willing uh, to really just uh, downgrade her. But she was the best person available as far as I was concerned. Uh, Did she make some mistakes? Yeah. Uh, but the mistake she made 
were within range of me being able to forgive her. The things that Donald Trump has already done, as far as I'm concerned, is unforgivable. The way he talks, uh, the way he uh, creates division between uh, uh, between us. Uh, this man obviously wants to take us back to a day where white men, old white men, rule supreme. And I don't want to go there. Um, so, though I don't believe she has the the strength or the biking, uh, the backing uh, to re uh, create herself. Uh, I think that, uh, and I don't know who's going to run. Nobody, as far as I'm concerned, has raised their head or raised their hands. I'm paying attention, but I don't see anybody out there who is prepared or ready uh, to bring us back together again. So the, as far as I'm concerned right now, the Democratic Party is in, is in, is in just as much trouble as the Republican Party. Um so that's that's my position. Um, so what what is your position? Uh, you know, the question was asked: uh, Does Hillary Clinton have the, the ability uh, to run again? Is she too old or too damaged uh, to to muster up the strength to to try to uh, third run at the White House? I, I wouldn't want to see Hillary Clinton run again. Um, no, she's 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 been damaged goods for a long time. Um, I guess everybody sees the the idea of um, a female running for president, and is as we did when it came down to a black man running for president, and we get overexcited and not listen to the message of the individuals. Um, I didn't I didn't like um, Trump at all. And I did vote for Hillary. I did vote for her. But I didn't like I, I I've always had somewhat of a problem with Hillary's attitude. Her attitude is, is kind of snootish sometimes. And when she called those people deplorable, it kind of really upset me. And they, some of them are deplorable. But that's not what we ought to be looking at all the time as that. We have to look at the totality of, of, the, of the political life. We need to go all the way. If we're going to deal with, with Hillary, we need to go all the way back to her husband's uh, campaign days and come bring it all the way up through and the things that she has said and the things that she just recently said over in India you know uh, so those are the, I would not vote for her now I wouldn't vote for her no matter what because yeah she's she's come to a point in her life or whatever that to me she's just not a viable candidate and you were saying uh, white America white America the total the total uh, people in white America is not a. It's just like blacks. Not all white America is bad, and all blacks aren't bad. All Asians aren't bad, 
And so I won't lump them into a a group of saying white America because that's not so. We got some very terrible people in all races, and white America is frightened. Some of the people in white America, but this younger generation is changing, and they're going to change a whole lot of that foolishness because now we are having individuals that are actually mixed, and and they don't they are not looking at color anyway. They've been integrated for so long now, until they are not looking at that anymore. They are not looking. It's just the older heads of people who are raising us, are continuously trying to keep raising a bunch of skinheads and fools out there. And some of them are. They are they're uneducated. Ninety nine point nine percent of them are. Until you reach the higher, higher, higher up, most of them are our corporate leaders and wealthy people that are against blacks being in charge of anything. Not only blacks, but if you stop and look at it and look at it real good, if they don't want women involved, period, either. They don't want anybody but a white male, as they call it. That's the older establishment because they have been so used to having their way. And now they are losing their way because while they was looking to the left, everything good was happening to the right. Okay? And they weren't looking at all of that. Even their own children like blacks and Asians and other people anymore. And they can't stand that. And that's why they are trying to destroy it. They're trying their this to destroy the whole thing. I, When it comes down to saying a viable candidate, I'm praying to God that Joe Biden will run. Yes, he's old, but he's not old as Trump is. Trump's going, if he runs for a second term, he's going to be 74, 75 years old almost. Okay, and then when he get out of office, he'll be past, you know, the 79 or close to 80 or whatever. But Joe Biden is a good candidate. He's, he's, he's healthy, and I think, I know Joe Biden would beat him. He would beat him to death. And I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican. I'm an independent because I want to make up my own mind. I don't want no party telling me what way, what I got to do. I have to do because I haven't seen too much out of any of them. So I went to independent. I've never been a Republican. But I was a Democrat for many, many, many years, up until about five years ago. And I, I didn't see nothing that they were doing for us. I don't care what nobody say. They haven't done that much for us. But when things get bad, they want to start screaming and hollering, I want to go over to the black boat. I got to find the black voters. But when they get the black boat, like the people do when they used to come to our churches, they come in there and they want to speak, and then you never see them again after they get your vote. So none of them are really doing anything for us, including some of the blacks that are already in Congress. So we, 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 we've got to start looking at people from a different angle. That's that's just my take on the whole thing. That's just me. Uh, George, let me ask you. Uh, I feel good about Joe Biden. And I wouldn't mind him running, and his age doesn't bother me. Um, I think uh, Hillary Clinton's day is, has 
gone, and I wish we could have voted in a woman president um, to uh, have that behind us and have uh, women able to uh, to get on the ballot in the future. Uh, but do you see any viable candidate uh, as a Democrat right now with um, Joe Biden and you know, do we go to Bernie Sanders? I mean, he's very old. Uh, I don't see any young candidates out there right now. We have them out there. You just haven't noticed. Joe Biden is not not the person to be. Uh, he didn't come out, and he won't come out. He won't come out because uh, he didn't run this time. It's because his son, uh, Bo, Bo White, uh, Bo White married divorced her husband, his his oldest son, divorced his wife to marry both wife. Both. Too much mess. That's why he didn't do it and that's why his jail won't put him up there to do it any anymore. Uh, that old that's old, old, old people. That that's not who we need to move us forward. They they will not do it. Their generation, Mr Biden, he's good. Uh, and Bernie Sanders, he's good. Their generation is gone. We need some young blood. We need some young people who think like us, who have good ideas, new ideas, and all, all about the people. Hillary, I hate that word where y'all say is, uh, oh, um, what did you call her? Um, oh, good, or whatever. That's pathetic. Um, I hate that she didn't win. And the reason why she didn't win is because her white girls, her white her white predecessors, her the white women, would not put her there. They're too jealous of each other. That's who she needed. She had black votes. She had that black female vote for sure. But her own kind wouldn't put her there. And that's how they do. They're jealous of each other. So, no, uh, a United States is not ready for a female. They're not ready for it, and it's not going to happen in a while. So we need somebody. And we, we think about our young people. Our young people are doing all this shooting. They're ridiculous. I thought that they would be the ones that can uh, have an open mind, but a lot, of, a lot of them are not ready. They're jealous about what they see, particularly these, these young, young men, young white men. They're jealous that the black men are taking their women. So they're thinking just like the old white man thinking, you know. So they're jealous and they want to punish you for that. It's ridiculous. So what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to... Start on a local level, working towards this. We have this uh, a black guy. He was on um, he was on the View today. I think his name is Mr. Booker, Roy Booker. He's very good. He's up and coming. He's a younger uh, person. Uh, he's on a judiciary board. He's on one of the uh, committees right now. So we need some people like that. Uh, as far as Mr. Biden and all these other people that are there. Oh, Kennedy. Oh, if we if we're looking for somebody. I think the young Kennedy guy is there. He he he's he's uh, what we need. He's on. A, he can relate to our young people. Uh, he does the internet. Uh, he's there. But Mr. Mr. Biden is is there with the old crew. Well, who's there now? So he was there with Obama. They're not ready to bring in nobody who dealt with Obama. Obama and Biden out. No way. That's what they are throwing your face, Obama. So Mr. Biden would not get it. So that's what we are. At least that's my opinion. As far as Hillary, people forget about what she did. She had a lot to do with our young young people, the nurseries, 
uh, the daycares. See, people don't know her track record as to what it is. They were so busy trying to degrade her and demean her about Bill Clinton. But then you got your first lady who who was an escort, you know. Think about your first lady. So you, you, you're going to dog her, and that's what Trump did. He de- demeaned her because of her husband, and look at him, and look what we got him for, Miss Stormy Monday or whatever her name is, Stormy. So then we didn't look at the big picture, and we were so busy to uh, ridicule her, uh, Hillary. But she's done a lot about uh, Medicare, definitely done a lot about daycare, and about these uh, uh, programs for uh for these kids, uh, in the privileged kids. So uh, when she said deplorable, uh, I mean, everybody say something every now and then, but he rattled her and, okay, she spoke out. But she has always been for the people. When Mr. Clinton was the president of the United States, that was the best time because everybody made a good paycheck. Everybody had a nice salary. So people, they easily to forget so quick. So I'd rather have two two Clintons in there than who we got in there now. So I don't know what the future might hold. So it's just a wait and see ball game, I guess. Thank you. Uh, Andre, uh, what are your thoughts about uh, Hillary Clinton? Is there anybody on horizon that we could uh, look toward or should Joe Biden uh, be uh, selected to, to run again? And uh, I had you, you, uh, took the cat out of the bag because I didn't know anything. I hadn't heard anything about uh, Joe's son, Hunter, uh, messing with his sister-in-law. And, uh, boy, that is a can of worms. Uh, and ain't so messing. He married her. He did divorce the marriage. See, right. that's what a lot of people don't know the background. No, I didn't know that myself. <laughs> well, I went and Googled it, and it's Joe's. I know that they're separated, and and he's getting a divorce from his wife, and his his uh, father has okayed the uh, relationship. So that was a lot more than I knew about. So I did Google it. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know that. Mm. Andre, I'm not gonna tell you nothing. I don't know. Hey, I won't say it if I don't know it. <laughs> Oh, what a good topic. Marvelous Monday to everyone. I tell you, what exciting way to start another week. Hmm. Um, well, oh, let me just go to the thing. Um, I, I'm turning away from the Democratic Party now, and you have to know all family history goes back to uh, the Democrats, and we were so involved. And the reason I am is because what I am seeing, it, it is so blurred right now uh, between the Democrat and Republicans. And I say that to say the Democrats are not speaking out loud enough and strong enough right now to what's no, happening sir. to me. I just cannot. I just, you know, we talk about this and we talk about that, but people are not holding him accountable and holding him to the fire. And I, I, I just... I just say you don't represent me by doing that. It, we, we're just not being, we're not playing ball hard enough. And I think it's a reason why you don't play ball hard enough. That means you have something in your closet yourself that you want to make sure that don't come out. And uh, I, I know that politics is a game, that's for sure. Uh, so uh, I'm, I, I've always been one to vote who I think who is best 
for me, the candidate, whether Democrat or Republican, but it's just now um, I'm really giving serious thought of declaring it as so. I think Hillary has made great contributions to the United States. I think if she was to run again, she would not win. Um, Biden, uh, again, I think if he was to run, uh, he and Bernie Sanders, they would not win. Uh, Joyce is correct. We have to continue to look on the horizon. And we may not necessarily put a president in in the next election. Um, it, it may be you have to continue to groom, and that's why it's so important to take action in your local communities, making sure that we're uh, selecting the right judges, making sure that we're selecting the right mayors, the right governors, the state representatives, the state congressmen. All of that goes into play um, because you have to really think about, to me, Donald Trump has been a game changer. So all that we thought about what it takes to win an election and, and what your qualifications are and what you're looking for, all that got thrown out the window. So to come right behind that person, um, you're going to have to be very creative. You're going to have to have some charisma. Now, that's the one thing that uh, Hillary did lack <clears throat> was making the connection, the charisma. She could put people on, on the ticket or the um, – the invite to bring people, Michelle Obama, bring them out for you, President Obama, bring them out. But she couldn't pull her, she just didn't have that connection. And I think the reason was because, like Joy said, uh, people um, just uh, negatively uh, spoke. And, and Donald Trump, you have to give credit, whether you like it or not, he know how to influence people. And uh, he, he get this momentum going, at least he got the momentum going, and people were not really re ready to listen to her. So as we look to the future, we have to look and see who the upcoming uh, new people are and how we can uh, support and get behind them. Because if you think about it, um, what's his name? Uh, Kaepernickle. You know, in essence, he started a movement in which, you know, really impacted a lot of people. Now, he may not have the political um, experience, but neither did Trump. But it'll be a person like that, a person that's really standing for values and what they believe in. And, you know, all of us have shortcomings. All of us uh, are on this journey, and, and we're just trying to do the best we can. So we'll never find a perfect candidate but at least we have to find a candidate in which we can stand behind to have the majority of our best interests at hand. Wow. You know, we uh, a lot of things seem to be changing, and certainly the Democratic Party needs to do what it uh, – do a lot, establish itself with the people who've always supported them. Uh, Cheryl, what, what are your thoughts as we, we move toward uh, – the midterm elections, uh, I feel very good about uh, regaining the House and possibly regaining the Senate. Uh, but two years from now, I, I just don't want there to be any possibility for uh, Donald Trump to to have a second term. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? You know, I'm going to have mm -hmm. to agree with the majority. Although, um, at the time when Hillary was running, I did vote for her. Um, I voted because I didn't see what I wanted to see in some of the others. And just like 
um, with each person, as time go on, you start to find things out about them. But I don't believe that with her or any of the other ones that ran before have a chance of winning. I do believe that we need somebody younger. We need somebody excited. We need somebody that's going to make the difference um, because anybody who comes behind Trump is going to have a lot of work to do. And I believe when I say younger, um, it's because of the amount of work, because being a president has aged a lot of um, of our president. And we have to watch and pay attention to who is going to actually try to run. Um, I don't um, – I also believe that we have to – continue to do what we need to do locally and not put everything on when it's time, you know, for the election. If we don't prepare ourselves at the bottom, then we're going to get what we got again, you know, at the top and sitting in that president um, seat again. So I think everybody pretty much hit, you know, head on. Everybody know a little bit, you know, detail more or less about the candidates. Um, Joyce, I did know about that situation with the um, husband and wife swapping deal. That's one thing I did see on the Internet. (laughs) So I did know that. But, uh, yeah, we just have to pay attention. But we also cannot be slack in our local um, area. So that's something that we got to continue to work on. Uh, let me go to Regina. Regina, I have to tell you that I'm still, I know that Reverend Smith said we, we shouldn't single anybody out, but I am still holding white America and white females responsible for what took place in the, ele- in the elections. Now, we have to remember that uh, Hillary won the majority vote and wanted in a, a large fashion, uh, but they were just people in those uh, specific areas, uh, the white Americans and white females, that decided that they'd rather have the likes of Donald Trump as our president, despite the ugliness that he brought to the table related to women. And now we're finding out that he is he spent time with a porn star, and was willing to pay her 130000 to keep her mouth closed. And we're going to hear a lot more about that. So uh, as we move forward, uh, I do feel like, we, you know, Hillary uh, can't mount up the, the energy necessary to overcome all the baggage that she has now. And I do agree that Biden and Bernie are, uh, you know, they're the past. But I just don't see anybody uh, in the future right now. Good, e- good evening. Um, I agree with, okay, I can't say who I agree with because I don't remember who said it. But somebody said it might have been Joyce. Um 
said we needed younger blood. And as I was thinking while you guys were talking, younger blood, younger blood, I just, um, in some, was it Joyce, you called the name of one of the Kennedys? Yeah, um, Okay, Joyce, um, one of the Kennedys. We, what, what has happened is, and, and Cory Booker, uh-huh. what has happened is we are being distracted. <laughs> we're being so distracted that we're, we're constantly, as someone said on my Facebook page, uh, every time you turn on the news, it's something about Trump. And is this the new way of brainwashing? Brainwashed that we're not paying attention to these up and coming folk. Now the students from Florida have shaken off, uh, uh, shaken loose a lot of cobwebs. They have us looking at them and how their this movement is growing, and looking at the young people who are so articulate coming out of high school, headed towards these high Ivy League colleges because people are watching them and they're going to offer them scholarships merely because of their tenacity. So you have those people. I just met the the um, mayor of Los Angeles. Young, he's of mixed nationality, um, maybe some Mexican or something. Name begins with a G, okay? He's already coming out, going grassroots, talking about not waiting until it's time for elections to get out there. Here he is coming to our city before midterm elections. So there are some younger people, and that is what we need. We have been so beat down just over the last year with Trump. Hillary needs to go and take care of her grandchildren, and um, Biden, I love him, love his wife, Jill. I'd want her to run. I, I like Jill Biden. But the things, the baggage they bring, and everybody has baggage, but sometimes some of that baggage is sort of it's hard to shake off. But I, like, as I said, I like the idea of thinking about the younger people, and let's start paying attention to the news and paying attention to these younger folk and not being brainwashed by what crazy Donald Trump is doing. I told y'all he's sitting back there in that office every day laughing at us. Every day he is laughing at us. And then if y'all thought maybe he might be setting us up for a win, he might be setting us up for somebody else to come in after him and and, and get a good person finally after him, after all of his shenanigans. I thought about that the other day, too. I wonder if deep down inside 
he's really saying, America, y'all need a shake-up. And y'all were crazy enough to elect me, and I shook you all up. Now go forth and do right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't see him, see him having that kind of foresight. But let me you say this: <laughs> this, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, Joyce said we're not ready for a woman. But I have two women that I would, um, I've been thinking about, and um, I'm going to need Regina you to tell me a little bit more about the woman who left South Carolina. She seems to be a very capable woman, and she seems to have her head screwed on straight. Now, is she able to run for president because she's uh, she has an Indian background? Is that not right? But she was born right here in Bamberg, South Carolina, and she became she is the. Um, but her her parents are sheep, sheep Indians. Where they and that's who um, they got into trouble when she was running. That that Joe Wilson um, said that her parents wore a rag on their head because they wear those turbans. And so yes, now I, he I've is, been paying attention to her since she's yes. been. I've been paying attention to her since she's been in. Uh, uh, gosh, what? She is our. I know. Uh, I can't. I can't remember. Google it for me. She was our last okay. governor. But anyway, the the other woman is the woman who's a senator from. Um, Joyce has California. mentioned her before. The woman who's a senator from. Uh, California, yep. the black female yeah, who was their uh, uh, state attorney. Harris. Harris. She, um, she, um, Harris, the black lady. Yeah. Her last name is Harris. She seems to be a force in South uh, in in the Senate right now. Um. So. And the uh, other one is what, Nikki what are your Haley. About D, what are your Nikki thoughts Haley. about those two women or any other thoughts you might have? D? All right. Well, I'm going I'm to change the playing field for y'all. Okay? Uh-oh. And y'all have to forgive me. <laughs> I am. I'm going to change the playing field. But I'm going to use Ms. Jo- what Ms. Joyce said and what Ms. Audrey said and what Ms. Regina said as my premise. All right. Ms. Joyce mentioned how Joe Biden uh, and anybody else in this current Era is too old. Right on point. Because in the direction, look, Joe Biden and Barack Obama was the last candidate that we're going to remember in this era. Donald Trump brought up the ass in of this era. All right. So that game is going to change from now on. All right. This is now from now on. This is not our father's Oldsmobile anymore. That's old news. Going forward, all right, Miss Audrey mentioned how the game has changed. You've got to believe that, and you've got to know that, because I've been saying for almost a year, the future that we are talking about is now. The future that we've always heard about is currently right now, which means that the new candidate, like Miss Audrey said, is going to have to be suave enough 
and poison enough and have ice water in his veins for anything for anything they come up with. Case in point. Kennedy, uh the the younger Kennedy were to run. We all know the gameplay and the format is to bring up your family ex history. So Chapel Quitter gonna come up. You got to know that. All right. And if he doesn't have ice water in his in his veins, he's gonna crumble after the ridicule of Chapel Quitter. He's gonna crumble just like just like uh, 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 Rubio crumbled and Ted Cruz crumbled and uh, the black surgeon crumbled under Donald Trump. Under Donald Trump. So you got to have ice water in your veins. Point two. If, for instance, this Kennedy guy, um, I'm sorry, uh, Joe Biden's son uh, has marital problems has, and has had marital issues, seems to want to have to play up and suck up to the evangelical Christians. They seem to be the bar that your that our morality is um is based on. But we all know now that they are fake as fake you. All right. So the new candidate going forward, now Hillary Clinton, Hillary can do a lot of good under the radar. Just like Barack, they can do a lot of good under the radar by trying to groom the younger person on what not to crumble under. Because the old way of doing things, they can't help themselves. They're going to always come out with bringing out your dirty laundry like they have now. The new candidate is going to have to first start establishing themselves right now. As the new era of the candidate, whereas when somebody mentioned how white women let Hillary down, that's right. The white women let Hillary down because they were following their white husband's opinion. That's how, they, that's how that works. So the vote that they thought they could have had, Rush Limbaugh, John Hennedy, and the old white husband or the grandfather changed that opinion. Awesome. So, so the new candidate got to be sure and establish all of that as being the norm. Because now you got to know that uh, David Duke's grandson, uh, J.B. Stoner's grandson, and anybody that was come from a, a shady background is going to run next time. Because if Trump can win, they think they can win too. All they got to do is have an audience. The new candidate has got to be the new guy. The new era of of what we're looking for. So the old guy and anybody that you are speaking of, if they not separating themselves right now as the new and separating themselves from the norm, then by November they're not going to be ready. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to have to go to 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 Reverend Smith, and I want to just say this to you, Reverend Smith. Now you know I'm not a um, I don't know exactly everything the Bible says and how it says it, but um, it does talk about taking care of the widow woman, doesn't it? Yes, it does. The widow woman and the poor people, yes. So so Joe uh, Hunter might just be doing what he was told to do, right? 
You said who might be doing what? <laughs> who, who's doing what? Joe Biden's son. Joe Biden's son. Joe Biden's son might just be doing no, what he was instructed no, no. to do. Take care of the widow no, woman. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> now you 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 can't just up and go and divorce your wife and take care of the widow woman. That was a flashback on there. So evidently, while while Brother Biden was overseas fighting and doing the things he was doing and doing all that, brother was doing other things. Him and his ex-wife. So I didn't even know nothing about it. Now that I know about it, it did just pop up all of a sudden. This is a past thing. But when when we take and look back at those, I, I'm, I'm very shocked about that. I'm glad you ladies opened my eyes to that. I look at the news all the time, and I read the news all the time. But I have never, I don't do, I don't do news on, on the Internet. So maybe that's why I didn't see that. Well, Joyce, Joyce keep up with the daily. Joyce will keep up with the daily, and she'll make the connection for us. I see. <laughs> but as far as as far as Trump is concerned, like I said so many times before, and I still was saying, all of what you are, you all are saying is correct. No, we don't need we don't. I said Joe Biden because that was the only person I could think of at that time. And I do believe within myself that we need younger blood. I don't think anything is going to happen until God get ready for it to happen anyway. I'm sorry, but that's just the way. I, I, I this, There's a purpose. I, I, I'm, I'm like deep. I really believe in my heart and deep in my faith that there's a purpose that this nut is in the White House. I really believe God put him there, like I said before, Jack, like he did with the Israelites. There's no other way we can look at that as being a viable individual in the White House other than God wanted to show us something. D said the people, but God wanted to show us, look, I'm sick of you all. You're not doing the right thing or you're not doing what you want to do, supposed to be doing. So I'm going to give you somebody to mess your head up. Now, as far as him grooming somebody else, I think God will take him down when he gets – he's going to take him down hard, though. But he had to get our attention because we were going we – were, we were going to sleep when Obama left the office. We started going to sleep. Now, I really believe in my heart that this lady, Pamela Harris, and, and, and Booker and all these other younger people – but I can say this. The same way you ladies was talking about, uh, others were talking about um, um, uh, uh, Clinton not being a viable candidate, and she's not. Do you really believe in your heart, or you see it in your heart, that they are going to put another black in there this quick? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm very skeptical of that. They would buy the whole country before they let another black get up in there this fast. But we've got to start like you all were saying, I believe. We've, there's got to be a grooming process. Booker is not quite ready yet. Pamela Harris, she's got a little bit more grooming to go also. Who's ready? God will let us know when it's time. That's a 
I, I just don't believe nothing's going to happen until God get, take us to a point in our lives where we all, we all, including the young people I was talking about, we all turn around and say, okay, Lord, this is, this is really and truly your world. And we back up and take our own consciousness. Because right now, we, the moral is out of the window. We, no moral, no no nothing. Everything goes. Whatever one want to do, it's fine. I'm not saying us, but I'm saying the world has come to a point. If it was like it was, read Genesis 6 and 7. And you'll see the world has come to that worse point than it was when God said that I'm sorry I bothered to make man. Now that's a heck of a statement for God to say. I'm sorry I bothered to make man. Because man is doing everything that his heart can imagine. Now, that's a heck of a statement. And that's exactly what we see right now that's going on in, in, in the United States and across this world. So we got a lot more to go, people. So we might as well hunker down. Like, say, hunker down. Hurricane or tornado coming, hunker down. The tornado and hurricane is already here, and it's mixed in together. That's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> Cheryl, there is a former um, former mayor of Louisiana of, of um, New Orleans that is talking about no. possibly running for uh, president. No. Uh, um, Are I you there, Sheriff? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear Can you. Can you hear me? Okay. I, hear um, you. I have to have read that yesterday, and I might have been a little bit embarrassed to have mentioned that today. <laughs> His name is um, uh, Landrew. Landrew. Landrew, right. Um. Yeah. I haven't heard anything good about him, although I have not been in um, the state of Louisiana that long. And um, and like I said, I haven't really heard anything um, good about him. And um, I was going to investigate that um, myself to see actually what kind of background did he have, but there's nothing um, good that I've heard about him, so it was nothing worth mentioning on this call at all. <laughs> uh, uh, Reverend Smith, you got a problem with Mick? Huh? Problem with Mick? He was on uh, one of the Sunday shows uh, this past Sunday. You talking about Landra? I, yeah. I have a problem with in reference to him not being, uh, he's a Republican anyway. No, no, he's a Democrat. He is? I just, yeah, I just, yeah, he was on he, one of those he, Sunday he shows, a, and I, I... Yeah, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat? Well, he yeah. didn't sound like it when he did that rebuttal. Was he, was he the one that did the rebuttal to one of the State of the Union speeches? Yeah, I'm not, um, that's why I said, um, I really had some background um, searching yeah, on him. Do, 
he did a sorry job on that rebuttal. And you haven't heard anything at one point. All you could hear him talk about was him. But after he did that rebuttal, you heard nothing else about him. Nothing else about him at all. Uh, because that's all they could talk about. This young, this young, upcoming star from Louisiana. Young and upcoming star from Louisiana. But just as fast as he rose, he fell. So I don't know anything about him. That's only thing I'm saying is when you don't hear people talking about somebody and the only thing they got is to say something bad, well, I can't say that anymore. Everything has been broken now since Trump got in there. We can't say who's going to win what anymore. We have no idea. Let's just put it that way. Trump has broken every mold that was created. So I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't what I meant when I said game changer. The game has changed yeah. now. It has it has changed totally. Totally. I mean it's sad. That's sad when you can't even consider an individual. We all make mistakes and that's what most of you have said. We've all made mistakes and fallen short of the glory of God. But at the same time, this man is I it, it still boggles my mind. How is he sitting in the presidency of the United States? It couldn't have been nobody. Uh, Andre, let me ask you. I I heard what you said, Andre, in regards about game changing. Do you think that this lady coming on 60 Minutes next week uh, will have any impact on his presidency? No. No. No, his followers will continue to follow He'll continue to influence and um, put a negative spin on anything. And uh, uh, Regina keeps reminding us uh, he's good about putting distractions out there. It, it won't make a difference. It'll fly for a week or two, and something else will come along. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come. We'll take a break and come back and let everybody have their final say this evening. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby. Yeah. 
by some of the older people because you can always get something from an older person's thought process. So let's just pay attention to that as a group. I want to be open enough that if a man or woman is a good person or a good selection on either side, I just want somebody who can truly be worthy of holding the office. Uh, Audrey, your final thoughts? Yes, let us be mindful. Uh, Let us be active and participate in our communities because truly that has an impact on us as well. Um, uh, I really appreciate Regina reminding us uh, always to uh, not be distracted. Let's stay focused on, on what it is that we want to accomplish and how we want to accomplish it. Thank you. Reverend Smith, your final thoughts this evening? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that uh, Regina said that. And uh, we do. We really need to stay focused. I sometimes get off track. I get um, so heavenly minded until I become no earthly good sometimes. But that's in my own mind, <laughs> in a way. But at the same time, I'm, I'm always looking for new faces. I'm always looking for new ideas and new thoughts. I'm not one of those people that are older who don't who who think I know everything because I know I'm so far from that. A no child can can tell us things no matter what whether we believe it or not. Uh, so we must stay open minded. And I'm like uh, uh, like I think it was Cheryl or Joyce, the one the first one that spoke to, that said. I'm very open-minded about uh, nobody's going to take my boat either for granted. Nobody. And that's what they are doing. And that's why the only time they come around to our churches and other places is when they want our boat. But other than that, you don't see them. You can't even get in a letter or communication to them in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So we must be very open-minded and watch for those people who got our interest, the the United States, let's put it that way, the, who got the United States' interest. Because if they got the United States' interest at hand, in their head, then our interests are automatically involved in it at the same time. And that's the way I feel about it. Uh, D, your final thought this evening? Cheryl, what is your final thought? I'm going to have to agree with everybody who spoke um, before me. And one thing is is that we can't be caught sleeping this time. we got to continue to be active, and especially within our community. So whatever we're doing right now, we can always do more. Amen. Guys, I just want to continue to let you know that I appreciate so much your support as we move forward. Uh, One of the things we want to do uh, in terms of putting behind us is the fact that we want what's best for America. I could care less uh, about being fully committed to the Democratic Party. I think the Democratic Party does have the majority of the things that I want for America, but at the same time, 
I'm willing, I want the best leadership possible. Uh, and I'm just uh, in fear that right now I don't see anyone on the Republican Party standing up. Um, and uh, maybe I don't see anybody in the Democratic Party standing up. I do like some of the people we spoke about, but just like uh, Reverend Smith said, I don't think that they're ready to give us uh, to allow another African American back so quickly. Uh, so I want to just thank all of you again. You let I want to let everyone out there within the sound of my voice know that we're on seven days a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Father, help your children. the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place in their hearts Jesus is love And I know He forever in my heart. We've got to walk on, walk on through. Temptation for love and his wisdom will be our open hand. I know the truth and his word will be our salvation. Lift up our hearts to be thankful. Mm. I don't know which car. And it's not that. The whole time I've known it, Graham's always been the one who's But today, I didn't even know.
You know, I never asked you how you still read. And that is a Springsteen concert in Jersey. Creep would stop hitting on me. And suddenly Graham appeared. <laughs> I've never seen him before, but we can see my boyfriend. So the other guys go away. And I think we powdered something. I can honestly say that I wouldn't be here for the Yeah, I killed me over here, Chester. 
Like, you're the best safe cracker we know. Why would we want to kill you? We're going to break into whatever home safe. It's a high road job. We need your life stuck. In fact, the score's so big, when we're done, we're leaving the country.
the GPS location on Burnside's pickup. Don't worry, hell, it's getting hang on. It's an impound lot. The bullet have stage. Reaching all traces. What about tracking safe? Never hold may make a quality safe, but the firewall leaves something to be desired. I'm looking at the client list. There are more than 50 of them in Manhattan. Pull back the GPS history on the pickup. Bond might have done a drive-by for final preparations on the job. They parked for four hours outside of Midtown Bistro. What's across the street? Residential high-rise. An Everhold safe was installed on the 42nd floor last year. Client's name is Ember Cleric. I'm sending you the address. I know this building. Trying security desk from that comment. Just walk in. But I can get you the chance. I know I'm kind of in this building. Oh, I am fine. Dangle from the top line. Is there any way to see it in that room before I go in? Building's website boasts that all units are equipped with smart home technology. So, yes, I'm sure there's something we can exploit. Good. Call Carter. Have him be the set. Natural lady, would you come out and play? 